0: Please Welcome, our guest at this time from Father A Nation, Craig Wilkinson. How are you, Craig? I'm great, excellent to be here. Oh, fantastic! Welcome to the More Cheers podcast. I'm so, um, excited about the work that you do through Father and Nation in partnership with No Excuse. We're about as old as each other at SAB. Um, I was gonna five say, only at SAB.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're, we're both about five years old right, in right, terms indeed. of yeah, being yeah. here. Um, talk to me though about this work. You know, talk to me about Father and Nation, what it does.
1: So, we try trying to solve the problem of bad behaviour in men. I mean, there's a rich heritage of heroism in in us as men. If you call that out, suddenly they come alive. Suddenly they bring out the best in them. And I think that's the the great melding between the Father of Nation brand and the, and the, and the, the Carling Black Label brand, is that they're all about the champion man. And so I've always said, we don't have to reinvent masculinity. We need to rediscover it, you know, because rediscovering it is rediscovering the men who gave up their lives for women who fought, you know, and that's really what we're all about.
0: Fantastic. So what does Father A Nation actually do um, in partnership with No Excuse?
1: Well, we, I mean, I've written a couple of books on fatherhood, uh, written on gender-based violence and written on authentic masculinity. And so we work very closely, hand in hand with Calling Back Label to, to spread the No Excuse For abuse message and the message is that uh, there's never an excuse you know alcohol is often used as an excuse i was drunk you know it's never an excuse Uh, and and so we roll out programs throughout south africa all socioeconomic groups you know calling drinkers which is you know the biggest beer in the nation and 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 the brand coincidentally the 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 brand markings uh, and and brand even the fonts and the colors were the same you know prior to us even meeting or you know and so it, it's a, it's a natural fit so we work with men throughout south africa in taverns in communities in squatter camps in colleges universities you name it we work with men teaching them how to be good men and and getting them to talk which we don't do very
0: easily <laughs> Unless you're me.
1: Um. (laughs) (laughs) Then it's hard to shut you up.
0: (laughs) But what is it in your life that, your life's journey, um, that led you to a place where you're leading this kind of a movement and intervention in society? It started
1: with me being a single dad, um, raising a son and a daughter, and um, most phenomenal journey. I mean, a little story from my daughter's childhood. She was two years old, and doctors said that she would need an operation on her heart. She had a small hole in one of the walls of her heart. And uh, luckily, technology is amazing now. Instead of open-heart surgery, it's a catheter that pops this device. You know, amazing. But when we went to the surgery, I, I looked into the theater, and it's a scary place, you know. To, and my little daughter was very scared, so I asked the doc if I could carry her in. And he allowed me to carry her in uh, to theater in my arms. They even allowed me to put the gas mask over her face, which she, – so she, f- so she fell asleep in my arms. Handed her over to the surgeons uh, when she came out. I was there in the recovery room, and uh, it was a great success. She was out the next day. But a month later, we we were at my house having a bride. I had a bunch of mates standing around, and she was standing next to me, holding onto my leg, as little girls do. And my one friend said to her, Blythe, I believe you were in hospital recently. And she looked up, and she said, yes, my heart was broken, she said. She said, but my daddy fixed it. Oh, I tell you, I, I had to excuse myself. You know, the tears were flowing to, to, you know, regain my man. But it made me realize the importance of a father in, mm. in both a son and a daughter's life. You know, to her, I was a hero. And um, I realized that I held her heart in my hands. I did. And my son's heart. And how I pitched up as a man would have a massive impact on their life. Fast forward a bit. Uh, we went through a divorce. Um, my kids chose to come live with me, and I was a single dad. And I just began to realize the impact of fatherlessness on 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 kids. I became known as the pops to a lot of the kids, you know. And they were, it was just heartbreaking to see how many kids in South Africa. We we were, as Sunny said, we're a fatherless nation. You know, we're one of the most unfathered nations in the world, and and a lot of that's got to do with our history. Our broken. Um, abuse of history and single, hostile minds, et etc. et cetera. But I realized the power and importance of fathers. And then I wrote a book about fatherhood. And uh, my son, when he turned 18, he wrote me a letter. And uh, he said in the letter, it was another tear-jerking moment, he said, Dear Dad, I just want to thank you for being my, my best friend, my brother, but most importantly, my father. And he went on to say, he said, I consider myself the most fathered human on earth. A Tear jerk, best gift I've ever received in my life. And that led me to write a book. And um, then I began to obviously get caught up in looking at men. I saw what was happening to fight against gender-based violence, and it wasn't working. The world teaches us that masculinity, they're f- for me, there are four big lies. Sex, power, money, and big boys don't cry, you know. The more woman I have, the more sexual partner, the more of a man I am. What a lie, you know. The more faithful I am, the more of a man I am. Power, you know, the more power I have, the more of a man, the more dominant, the more money I'm defined by my car, by my image, you know, we see this, in politics, we see it in business. We see it in churches, you know. And then the fourth lie, big boys don't cry. You know. So we grow up with a false narrative about what
0: men is. And we need to teach men what true masculinity is. Carling Black Label has got these six virtues mm. of a champion man, these values mm. that men should aspire to. Yes. Um, talk to me about the journey of developing and landing on those virtues. Right. Um, and then double click into what they actually are.
1: So it's all very well to say to a man, look, you've grown up wounded with a false concept of masculinity. You're unfathered." But then the question is, well, okay, what is a man? <laughs> you know. The sixth virtue is very briefly um, is number one, use your strength for good. We've got strength. Our strength is our ability to impact the lives of other people. It's not your bicep. It's not, you know, how much you can bench press. Uh, it's your ability to impact the lives of others. And mm-hmm. what are you doing with that? You know, you can fail to do that. Like, you know, it's like, I say a lot of men are like, ask you know? <laughs> power, load shedding, you know? Uh, their power is not where it should be, you know? It's in the pub when it should be at the home. Um, or you can misuse your strength, you know? You can use it to dominate or abuse, or you can use it well. Love, serve, honor, protect, provide. And that's number one virtue of a good man. He uses his strength for good. Number two virtue is he judges himself by his character, not by his image, you know? Uh, someone, one of our mentors had a beautiful experience with a, a female judge, and she said to him, I attribute my success to my father. She said, we grew up in a shack. My father was very poor. He lived on a, on a subsistence grant. But every morning when I got up, he got up first and he would boiled the water for me to wash in. Every day when I came back from college, he was there to greet me. I owe my success to him. And uh, there was a man who was poor in money, but very rich in character, integrity, in what he gave back. So we judge ourselves not by our money, our image, our alligator skin shoes. We judge ourselves by... Am I a man of integrity? Am I a man of compassion? You know? Number three virtue is we tend our fields. You know, every man has a field. You know? uh, in the field are people, things, responsibility, roles, duties. How well do I tend those? You know? For me, the only measure of a man's success is, what impact has he had on the people in his lives? How's his wife? How are his children? How's his partner? How, you know, what, uh, how's his country? <clears throat> so you judge yourself by your, your, your character. The, the third one, sorry, you tend your field, you take forward one. The, the fourth one is you build a banner, brothers, you know we walk alone as men, you know. I was at a funeral of a very close friend four or five years back, and we and we were chatting and we were saying, you know, did you know? what Pete was going through, his name was Pete. And none of us knew, you know. And we realized that as men, we don't talk, you know. I might be dying inside, you ask me how I'm doing, I say, hey dude, I'm doing fine, you know. I'm not fine, you know. So we need a band of brothers around us, accountable. Sharpen each other, hold each other accountable. If I see you doing something, I say, hey, you know, dude, brother, come into line, you know. But I also honor you and love you and and, uh, create an environment where you can be vulnerable to me. The fifth one, I'm giving you the long version, the short version is we mentor the next generation. You know, every one of us as men is leaving footprints. Every one of us as men has someone watching us. Where do our footprints lead? You know, what kind of lifestyle are we? Are we modeling authentic, loving, caring, giving good masculinity or not? You know, or are we modeling toxic masculinity? Because every man has that choice. You know? Finally, um, True masculinity makes the world a better place. You know, uh, you as my mate, are you better off because I'm in your life? You know, my wife, is she a better woman because I'm in her life? My children, are they better? My mom, is she a better woman because I'm her son? Is SA Breweries uh, ABNB a better company because I'm in it? In South Africa, but, you know, it's uh, we make the world a better place. You get givers and takers. You know, good men are net givers.
0: I love that. And um, it's so powerful to have programs that are built on such powerful and deep um, values-based propositions. Um, But talk to me about the actual interventions of Father and Nation um, across our country. What does that look like? What are the stories that you're seeing in our communities through these interventions on the No Excuse platform?
1: Fantastic question. I mean, we do a variety. The overriding message is, dude, you're a gift to the world, but you can also be a curse. Make your choice, this is how. One of the greatest programs we've run is uh, Champion Conversations. We get a small group of men facilitated by one of our mentors and we, get, we create a platform to talk openly, honestly, plus we add the six pack. So this is, you can talk here, you're safe, you're amongst brothers, but here's the answer to the questions you, cr- you cried out as a young man growing up. What does it mean to be a man? And here are the lies that you were taught. Let's dispel those lies. And uh, we've seen some phenomenal results. The results have been excellent. Just, we need to father men men need to be fathered, you know, and given a platform to speak openly.
0: I think that's really, really powerful. And yeah, I think it's fantastic how we can, put real purpose to a powerful brand, creating a powerful and transformative um, platform of that brand and really see meaningful change in our community. So I wanted to thank you for that work that you do and raise a toast um, to really bringing out the gold inside men um, so that ultimately a future with more cheers means a future with transformed, constructive masculinity in South Africa. Amen
1: to that. Cheers.